Greetings, everyone. This is the FLN Podcast. On this energetic podcast, we give experienced attorneys and professionals a tremendous opportunity to build and develop valuable connections on a long-term basis. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in. As the host of this captivating and soon-to-be award-winning podcast show about legal and professional networking, my name is is Mo Eldiri, and I have been a proud member of the Florida Bar since 1997. It was back in 2010 when I embarked on this wild, crazy, ambitious idea of creating this outstanding network of attorneys and professionals, and today it is known as the Florida Lawyers Network. As we get into today's podcast, if you have not had a chance to listen to any of the prior episodes, this is a quick reminder that the Florida Lawyers Network, also known throughout today's recording and throughout our community as FLN, is an outstanding network of highly skilled and well-qualified attorneys in each area of practice throughout Florida and someday beyond. Welcome. I encourage you to get settled in, get comfortable, get ready, because on this FLN podcast. We're going to start out with a motivational minute and move it right into the FLN message of the day. We're going to talk about one of the most commonly asked questions that I get throughout the years is, you know, so I don't understand, why did you start FLN? So I'll give you a little bit of the background and the history on some of the whys as to why FLN got started. So we are diving right into today's episode and our motivational quote comes to us from none other than Napoleon Hill, who's got lots of great quotes out there in the history of our country and the stuff that he was doing. So his quote today is, do not wait. The time will never be just right. Start where you stand and work whatever tools you may have at your command and better tools will be found as you go along. So no doubt this now goes right into our FLN message of the day. We're basically getting started and taking action is far better than never getting started at all. Plus we learn so much when we get involved, when we take action, when we move in a particular direction, and then we can adjust and modify and resume things the way that we need to. But there is definitely a time for planning and then there is a time for action. So definitely plan, do as best you can to really get things in order, but don't wait until things are absolutely, totally, and completely perfect before you actually take the first step on the journey. And you're going to learn a lot of things, whether it is a goal in this particular direction or a goal in that particular direction that's going to take you to where you're looking to go. But after you take the time to first envision that goal, envision that objective that you're trying to achieve, put an outline in place or put some kind of structure in place as to what it is that you want to achieve, but don't wait too long. Get started, take action, take that first step and start moving along the way. And then as we move along the way, we're going to learn, we're going to grow, we're going to prosper, and we're going to adjust and modify as we need to. I don't think there's any project, including, by the way, FLN, when it first got started, that looks the way that it does now. So we learn a lot by doing, we get involved, we get things happening, and then we can make the appropriate adjustments. So that rounds out today's FLN message of the day. Okay, 
So now the question you have been waiting for, this is definitely a question that I get commonly asked uh, amongst our FLN members, especially anybody new that I get a chance to meet and connect with. And that is, why did you start FLN? Well, I guess it's a good point. Good question. So I guess here is how it happened really way back at the outset here. I was bothered, frustrated, annoyed that we as experienced attorneys at the time did not really have a good structured format in order for us to really be able to build, develop, and maintain connections on a regular basis. The local bar associations did a great job with lots of different things. We had Chamber of Commerce, we had other business groups, et cetera, and so on going on, but there was nothing that was totally and completely dedicated to legal members of the community to truly be able to build, develop, and cultivate those valuable connections that we talk about on a regular basis. And plus, you know, at the time, I had already been an attorney for about 13, 14, almost 15 years. And I realized that most of the best cases that we ever got came from either our existing clients or other attorneys. And the more connections and the more contacts and the more relationships, good relationships that we built with other attorneys, the better cases we would get, the better referrals we would get, and the better opportunity that we would have to be able to refer out cases to our fellow friends and colleagues. And I can't tell you really at the outset how frustrating and annoying it was that oftentimes we didn't have attorneys in the areas that were most commonly asked, whether it was criminal defense or family law or bankruptcy or what have you, that we were be able to comfortably and confidently refer our coveted and valuable clients to these other professionals. So it was important for us to get to know them, get to like them, get to trust them so that we could actually be able to refer with confidence our valuable clients to the other members of the legal community that we had truly developed some valuable connections with. So back in 2010, when I embarked on what I still consider to be a wild, crazy, ambitious idea of coordinating all of these experienced attorneys to move in a particular direction towards a common goal or objective, I discovered the following thing. So back in 1997, believe it or not, when I first became a member of the Florida Bar, there were only five or six law schools at the time. I think it was five and a sixth one was applying and it was about to start. At the time, there were less than 50,000 attorneys in the Florida Bar. I know today that seems incredulous. But it was true and accurate that back in 1997, that's what we were looking at. At the time, there were less than 15,000 attorneys in the southeast region of Florida. Oh, my goodness, how that has definitely changed. It was right around that time. Also, if some of the folks back in those days remember the Florida bar used to offer the bar exam twice a year. Once, I think in February, it might have been in Orlando. And then in the summertime in July, might have been in Tampa or vice versa. But it was short shortly thereafter that they finally made the move and then all of the exams from that point on were held in Tampa. Well, anyway, by the time FLN started in 2010 and I started getting this inkling and this desire to create this network that you see before you here today, the stats of the Florida Bar were alarmingly as follows. There were now at that point, 2010, 
12 law schools in the state, and I think a 13th had applied. At that time in 2010, there were over 100,000 licensed attorneys. So in 97, we had less than 50,000. By 2010, it had now grown to over 100,000 licensed attorneys by the time FLN gets up and running and this ambitious idea begins. At the time in 2010, when FLN started, over 30,000 attorneys were in the southeast region of Florida. I think the estimates were right around 25 to 30,000 attorneys in southeast Florida. So that really gave you an idea as to where a good 25, 30 percent of the Florida bar was already being populated. Now, here is one of the most amazing stats back from our record books that I truly kept in track of, and that. Between 1997, when I first joined the Florida Bar and came down here to Florida, and 2010, the population in the state of Florida grew by, you ready for this, a whopping 17%. Now, it's very possible many of our experts say that it's grown that much since 2019 or 2020. But, you know, when you think about that, the period of time between 97 and 2010, the state of Florida population grew by a whopping 17%. But the Florida bar basically had doubled and the population had only grown by a much smaller, smaller percentage. So those statistics, among many other, basically encouraged me to say, okay, I think it's time that we need to take some action or I need to take some action in particular about formalizing this concept, mobilizing on this concept and moving forward. And I can't really tell you with any true honesty and conviction that I knew exactly how this was going to look when it started. All I knew really at the outset was, is that we needed something. We needed something in the Florida legal community that was going to be structured, that was still going to be a little bit flexible so that professionals could still obviously dedicate the time and the energy to court and their clients and everything else. But I knew that because we had a finite amount of time left on the planet, that I didn't want to look back on my career 20, 25, 30 years later and gave it the woulda, shoulda, coulda. And, you know, honestly, plus my parents had always taught me as a youngster, like, listen, we don't like the complaining. If you don't like something, do something about it. Find something to make it better or no sense in really complaining about it because it doesn't it really means that you're not that bothered by it. But if you really are that bothered, if you really are that annoyed and frustrated, then obviously do something about it. And definitely I had reached a time in my career at that point where I really did want to utilize my talents, utilize my abilities, utilize the vision and the concept about bringing our legal community together to be able to build and develop these connections. And I wanted to be able to share those experiences with other like-minded attorneys that were truly dedicated and committed to building those connections that we keep talking about. And, you know, truthfully, I think one of the key things that was happening, I was at a doctor's office one day and I was checking out and they told me, okay, well, in case any, I'm like, why do you have all of these doctors business cards over here when we're checking out? And they're like, well, if we need to refer to any of these, you know, refer our patients to any of these particular doctors, then we just give them one of these business cards. And I started to pick up the business cards and I said, well, do you guys know this person? No. Do you know this person? No. Well, do you know this person? No. I'm like, okay, so you basically have all these business cards here, but you don't actually know any of these doctors that you may want your patients to visit. 
And they said, well, yeah, I guess that's kind of it. And I didn't feel comfortable about that at all. I mean, I basically felt that as attorneys, we really needed to know and like and trust the other attorneys and professionals that we were going to refer our clients to because that was really something that we had to be comfortable with as a trusted resource. And undoubtedly, clients of attorneys are always going to look to their attorneys to be able to refer other attorneys, or at least to get some ideas and thoughts and insight about where they should be looking or how they should be looking. So any client that has had a good relationship with his or her attorney, even if it's in the family law arena and they need somebody for personal injury or bankruptcy or estate planning and probate and what have you, they're going to really look to their attorney that they trust as a trusted resource in order to be able to do that. Okay. So we covered some good stuff here in today's podcast. We had a chance to talk about some of those whys as to why FLN started. I promise in other episodes, we'll get a chance to touch on that as well. Also, I am reminded here by my notes to remind all of our listeners out there that in our FLN format and structure, we actually take on three attorneys in each area of practice for each particular FLN chapter. Over the years, we have found that that provides tremendous diversity while still maintaining exclusivity. So we are moving right along on today's episode. We covered lots of great stuff here and lots of great things that we were talking about. And you've got the opportunity here now to go back and re-listen to some of the other episodes. We've got the details covered in some of the other prior episodes. But now I think that rounds out pretty much today's podcast. We're going to continue to have more exciting stories in future episodes. And remember, if you happen to like this show and you were truly energized and engaged and educated and captivated by the process, please remember to subscribe, follow, and share it with your friends, family members, loved ones, and colleagues. And of course, if we don't get a chance to see you next time on the podcast, we hope that we will be able to listen to you at a previous or a future podcast episode in the very near future. So with that, make it a great day, make it a great week, make it a great month, and we'll see you back here next time, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.